This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? You know something? The Democrats do think you're stupid. And they do think you're fools. Here's Jerry Callahan. Well, the good news is COVID-19 is gone. COVID, uh, the, the China virus is over. At least it is for CNN. I noticed they no longer have the death toll. Isn't that amazing? Day after the election, two days after the election, we're no longer counting all the deaths and preparing the country for the worst. Uh, didn't see that coming. Uh, I'm going to give you all the reasons. It's amazing that Donald Trump did as well as he did in this election, even though it looks grim. We're still waiting for uh, Pennsylvania and North Carolina uh, and Georgia, uh, three states that he's leading in. It seems to be leading sizably, but as uh, big tech says, as Twitter says, as the Democrats say, as the media says, there's no evidence of foul play. What? There's all kinds of evidence if you're if you want to see it, if you're looking in the right places. I I attended a a rally, a protest on Boston Common yesterday and listened to Ed Markey give a speech. And oh my God, was it uh, depressing? It's a depressing time. Got to admit. I'm going to ask. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to ask the question. What is Donald Trump going to do now? The post-presidency Donald Trump. That's going to be interesting. I have to admit, that's going to be wild. Will he continue to hold rallies as a uh, after he is out of office? I don't know. It's going to be nuts. And I got a question for people who are rooting for Tom Brady. I know a couple of weeks ago, everyone insisted to me they're still rooting for Tom Brady. Are you going to root for Antonio Brown? We will remind you today what a dirtbag Antonio Brown is. What a rotten human being he is. He's playing this week. He's playing with Tom. And uh, I know people are still rooting for Tom, but can you root for A.B.? That's a tough one. We'll get into all that today on the Callahan Podcast, brought to you, as always, by DCU. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU, and, gonna, and they can help lower your monthly payment lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance, insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right. Cullinane is here still blissfully uh, ignorant, unaware, unconcerned, apathetic about all that's happening around him. Isn't that um, nice though? Isn't that like my life just goes yes, on? Yes, I told you, I'm yeah. jealous. I'm, I'm yeah. bummed. I'm, I can't. I can't lie. It's sad. It's sad. There's a, a little fighting with my in-laws though. Like my thing is, you know, and and you do a show, so it's it's a little different. But in real life, like people who are really upset, it just annoys me. I don't really care about the. I, I, well, I think of a few things. I mean, I think of uh, the people who won. I've said this over and over, and it it, it bums me out that. Uh, you know, Antifa won, or Jack Dorsey won, or uh, Ed Markey, or uh, uh, the media. Just think how happy they are on CNN, and just the people who were uh, invested in Biden and Harris, and you know the 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 Saturday Night Live guys who I hate. Those people who won this, James Comey, who posted a picture of himself in a Biden T-shirt with a Biden mug on Election Day. That's smug right. asshole. Chris Wallace. I don't have to go through the list again, but it, you know, Jake Tapper. I, I'm sorry, I can't get them those people out of my mind. These people, these detestable, loathsome people who are just giddy. 
They don't care uh, essentially about, but they don't care about the direction of the country. I mean, I ask friends of mine, family members who are Biden supporters, I say, you're going to vote yourself a pay cut. You're going to, there's going to be a massive tax increase. That's no lie. Biden even admitted it. He's going to get rid of the Trump tax cut. That means everyone pays more in taxes that, you know, we're going to have higher prices for gas. You're, you're going to have more regulation. You're voting for that. Even the simple things that are going to affect your life, uh, you're, you're voting for that. But they're okay with it. They don't care about Biden. They don't care about Harris. They just hate Trump. That's all it was about. There's nobody. I mean, nobody who voted for Biden. Nobody. He was irrelevant almost in the process. I mean, I realized they were covering for him and carrying him over the finish line. But it didn't matter. Any warm body would do. It could have been, you know, Mayor Pete or Amy Klobuchar or Liz Warren. I think it could have been Bernie Sanders. They would have lied and and covered up for his you know, his socialism and his checkered past. And they would have tried their best to carry him over the finish line. It is amazing what is going on now. Um, I don't know if it could have been. I don't know if it could have been anyone. Just just based off of what I was watching yesterday, the only thing that that keeps coming up is like obviously how divided we are as a country. Which well, is can, can you stop? Right, hold on, hold hold that yeah. thought. Yeah. This drives me nuts. It's the day after the election yesterday. It's two days after the election. Of course, we're divided. Show me any time in history where the day after a presidential election, the country's not divided. This is such yeah, a like, what, does that even, what does that even fucking mean? Like, it doesn't it, mean anything. It means, it means we're a democratic republic. It means we just had an election. It's such a lazy, stupid take. I hear it from, you know, Juan Williams and the rest of these hacks. Oh, we're so divided. Really? You mean half the country voted for one guy and the other half voted for the other? That's what's yeah. supposed to happen. It's election day. Yeah, but, that nuts no, but I try to just break, that's why I'm like, I feel like I'm a sane individual. I go to the grocery store and, and normal things are just happening. There are people with different political opinions, but no one's beating the shit out of each other. So we just, we just build up this narrative of the world's so divided, which means like the world's fucking, everybody hates each other and shit's going wrong everywhere, which is why I go back to was Biden the right guy because they have branded him as this guy who brings people together. They branded him as like, uh, you know, know. Can, we, can we hear one more time? One more time. This doddering old fool say, I'm not going to be the president of red states and blue states. I'm going to be the president of the United States. I mean, if we were being honest, we would say this is a man who speaks in fortune cookies. He speaks in these cliches, these platitudes. He has no no deep thoughts, no profound ideas. He's a simpleton. I mean, he always was a simpleton. Now he's a simpleton who's uh, deteriorating cognitively. He's in decline. We know that. The idea that somehow... You know, we're more divided than ever is is insane. I mean, we had a frigate civil war at one point. 618,000 people died in a civil war. Gee, you, you know, are we headed th- that direction? You know, if we are, I like my chances. I like my side against, you know, the Antifa. I like the, uh, you know, the guns and you know, pickup trucks guys that had the Trump parades over the uh, Antifa scum that were marauding through our cities. But we'll get to them because I, I was hanging with some Antifa guys yesterday on, on Boston Common. But uh, you're right. I'm so sick of that damn cliche that we're so divided. It's just so Well, that's divided. right. What was, the, uh, what was the thing yesterday with the gap, right? The sweatshirt half. You know, they had to take their social media posts down because it was too soon to call for unity. No, it's yeah, – it's, right. it, 
it's always bad to call for unity. <laughs> Just shut the hell up and let people live their lives. Like, no, I don't. I, why, why do we need unity? This system works. I know people feel like the system's broken, and it is for a couple of reasons. I mean, the media has abdicated their, their duties, and they're now completely uh, working for one side. We know big tech is corrupt, and they're uh, what they did yesterday. They're literally censoring the president of the United States and anyone who supports him. Anyone who tweets about uh, election fraud, voter fraud, is being flagged. We've seen a whole bunch of people, uh, Kelly, uh, uh, Kaylee McEnany, um, uh, you know, Matt Walsh, a bunch of guys that I follow. And they're, you can't retweet them or they get these warnings uh, on their tweets saying this is not verified. And the and the uh, chorus today, if you haven't seen uh, the news yet, or last night, the chorus is they're uh, alleging voter fraud with no evidence. Even the guy on Fox just said it. There's no evidence. And the lawyer for the um, president, Pam Bondi, came on immediately and said, your reporter is wrong. Of course your reporter is wrong. If you're paying attention, there's all kinds of evidence. I mean, we that James O'Keefe is working hard on this. Project Veritas has a bunch of videos. Turnout in these places, there's a bunch of places where turnout, uh, where votes exceed registered voters. I mean, I tweeted out the chart. There's a bunch of places where more people voted than were registered to vote. There's uh, proof of dead people voting. I mean, it's if you saw yesterday what they were doing in Philadelphia, if you heard from Rudy Giuliani, of course there's evidence, evidence of uh, voter fraud. I'm not saying it swings the election because it probably doesn't. Uh, it would be massive fraud. I mean, we we saw that one result where they had they found whatever it was twenty three thousand uh, ballots in Wisconsin. Every single one for Biden. Is that not evidence of voter fraud? Of course it is. I mean, my guys, my side's not going to win this. I'm I'm ready to concede. It's not going to happen. How many votes was that? I saw that tweet yesterday. That was friggin' insane. It, how many votes was it? And not one was Trump. It was like was it twenty thousand? Was that what it was? Well, why can't they be more? subtle about it throwing a throwing a few trump votes they're, they're they're throwing it in our faces see here's here's the problem i i understand biden is going to win trump is going to lose i understand that's most likely it doesn't look good he, even if he wins pennsylvania now and arizona by the way which it was another rigged game but he has to win nevada and he's losing nevada and he's not going to win all right but i will forever say they this was not uh, on the level. This was a rigged game for a number of reasons. First and foremost is mail-in balloting. This was allegedly because of uh, COVID, but that's not true. Mail-in balloting, the whole point of mail-in balloting was to steal an election, was to perpetrate voter fraud. That's why they did it. I'm so sick of saying we need to make voting easier. No, we mean to make it harder. We really do. I mean, I hate to uh, it'll, it'll be so harsh, but why do we keep making it easier for lazy, unmotivated people to vote? Uh, the answer is because it's good for Democrats. I don't I don't want to do that. I think you should go to the polls like we did for 200 years and vote on Election Day. I'm sorry. You shouldn't have drive by voting and, you know, you just wave and they put it down as a vote for Biden. If not. And I heard one expert say, I forget who it was, say, if not for mail-in voting, Trump wins easily. So their plan worked. I'll give them credit. They are diabolical. They've come up with ways to win, and it has nothing to do with votes or the will of the people. The mail-in voting worked. They, they, they're they going to win thanks to mail-in voting. 
thanks to you know the people counting the votes right now in Philadelphia. I mean, this morning I'm tw- tweeting out pictures of Biden voters with Biden masks counting the votes. <laughs> That's and they won't let you know uh, poll watchers watch. That was Rudy's big uh, rant yesterday about they they are supposed to allow poll watchers a credit. Uh, verified poll watchers to watch to see the ballots and they won't they won't let them watch that's illegal that's why trump is suing and he probably has a case he's not gonna flip nevada as a result so he's not gonna win but it is amazing i'll say this when i when i broke it all down looked at it read about it yesterday i'm amazed how well trump did i am when you consider the forces aligned against him and i'm talking from day one from you know the 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 surveillance on his campaign four years ago to, you know, James Comey and and Clapper and and Brennan, these, these filthy cops right up to today with the mail-in voting and, and, and uh, the the voter fraud that we're clearly seeing. But the fact that he was close is amazing. It's an indictment on Biden, I think, but just go through everything, you know, big tech, he's being censored. He's being literally, uh, he's fighting with uh, Twitter, Facebook, Google, you know, just for a fair shake. That's Twitter. I mean, they're only censoring one side. They literally censored the biggest story of the campaign season, and every network other than Fox didn't touch it. The Hunter Biden scandal connecting Joe to the money coming in from China. That was a huge story to this day. No mention of it on CNN. That's unbelievable. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing out, Turtle Boy, all the things, all the forces aligned against Trump and how amazing it is that he got 68 million votes, the second most in American history. I mean, start with the Russian hoax that lasted two and a half years, completely made up, we know now, by Hillary Clinton. Go to the Ukraine impeachment. They impeached him for saying we should look into the corruption of the Biden family, which now we know was a reasonable request because the, the Biden family is corrupt and, and they were grabbing millions in Ukraine. Kavanaugh, the lies they, they, they spread about Kavanaugh, this made-up gang rapes, Charlottesville, a lie that Joe Biden is still repeating. It has been debunked for three, four years, saying, you know, find people on both sides. The next line was, I'm not talking about Nazis and white supremacists, the losers and suckers lie which was made up by the Atlantic and Biden on campaign on election day was repeating it losers and suckers. It's all one big uh, uh, scheme. You know, we'll make up this lie about losers and suckers. The candidates will repeat it. And everyone in the military will say, well, not everyone. Some people will say, wow, Trump really doesn't like us. The mailboxes lie. All the mainstream media was talking about him stealing mailboxes completely and utterly fabricated. The, yeah, the entire media, Mainstream media against him. He had Dorsey and Zuckerberg against him, and Google against, and he almost won. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look positively on this today, Turtle Boy. I'm gonna look. Wait, I'm gonna be optimist. Have you? It's you saying it's a, got 68 million votes. Yeah, it is. But it, why are you? At, why are you talking like it's over? Because it's not over. Explained. He has to win Nevada. That doesn't look good. Or Arizona. Uh, no, he's gonna win Arizona and Pennsylvania. That's not enough. Yeah, no, that is enough. Arizona and Pennsylvania is enough. Are you no? sure? Yes, I'm quite sure. Arizona and Pennsylvania. You're my friend once. Or you're my. As long as. That's assuming Georgia. That's assuming Georgia and North Carolina remain in the Trump column. 
But it, as long as you hold uh, out the Georgia, North Carolina, and then Pennsylvania and Arizona, he can win. It's possible. And Nevada's but, not over uh, yet. No, 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 because Biden has 264. And if he went in Nevada has uh, six votes, six electoral votes. So Biden's at 264. He wins Nevada. He gets the 270. No, he's got. I thought he was at two sixty three right now. He's at two sixty four. Two sixty four. Damn it! Damn it. Biden gonna, wins Nevada. He wins. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's. I'll, I'm going to bring up my interactive map. I'm yeah, going to do we'll it right now. Right at it. Right now, Nevada, six electoral votes. Biden is up by eight thousand votes with seventy five percent reporting, and and all projections say he's going to win because if Biden's up half a percent, they declare him the the victor. I'm, I'm looking at the numbers right now, and you you study this as much as anyone I know. Trump is up 80,000 votes in North Carolina, 94% report, reporting. Why is he not declared the winner? Why? Why? I don't. That's, I mean, I don't I'll know. give you another thing that's aligned they against Trump. Some. I'll give you something else. Fox News. Fox News declared Arizona over at what time? Like 10 o'clock? Nobody else did it. CNN didn't even do it. ABC didn't do it. ABC now, did do it. And ABC is at least taking it back. How come Fox hasn't taken theirs back? Good point. Good point. Because of that turd, uh, that that blob, Chris Steyerwald with the bow tie, you know, the flamboyant Chris Steyerwald. He, oh, yes. He was defending it at like 10 o'clock that night saying, no, we're very confident. Um, that didn't help. There were people, I'm sure, who were thinking of going out and voting after a sure, long time. You, know you know why he's at 264? You're looking at Fox. Why are you looking at Fox? Don't look at Fox. Fox is the only one that's called Arizona. That's if you count Arizona. He's at two sixty four. I'm look. I'm look. I'm look. I'm doing my map right now. It's two fifty three. He's at right now two fifty three. Okay, if good. You good. In the, if you're adding the eleven from Arizona, then you get two sixty four. Then you're screwed. That's correct. However, okay, so Trump, give me so give me Biden with uh with Nevada. So that'd be two sixty two six fifty nine. Uh, 259 with just Nevada. That's correct. So if, if and Trump Nevada, wins, we think is going to be declared at noontime today. So just put, put that in his column. So okay, then then we're looking at 259. And if Trump wins Arizona and Pennsylvania, then he gets 279. And look again how the forces are aligned against him. Right now, you're not allowed to tweet about election fraud, voter fraud. You're not allowed to tweet about this this questionable recount where you know the in Philly where the poll watchers aren't allowed to watch them. I mean, I thought the whole point was to witness them and say, look, this is a vote for Biden. You know, uh, this is a vote for Trump. You're supposed to say, good, I see it. I verify it. They're not allowed to see it, which is why uh, Rudy's screaming. But again, everything is, it's all uh, in concert. The, the, you know, the, the poll watchers with their Biden masks, they're the attorney general in in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania, who's already said she hates Donald Trump. She's on record. They've gone through her Twitter history. She hates Trump. That person is all upset that Trump is questioning the recount. Now, tell me, why shouldn't he? Isn't that his right? Isn't that friggin' um, I mean, that's what he's supposed to do in a close election. He's supposed to say, count all the votes, get count all the legal votes. The Biden camp is screaming, count all the votes. And the Trump's camp is screaming, count all the legal, legitimate votes. That's the difference. So if they do a recount, right, is it going to be a hand recount or a machine recount? Do you know? I believe it's a hand recount they're doing now That's in, the, good. In, in Philadelphia. I could be wrong, but I've seen from a distance, you can see them with the ballots in their hands. Well, and, they're, and, what they're doing, there's, uh, they're like, uh, so, yeah. 
they're sorting go, things. I'm, I'm sure you feel the things. same way, but you're not allowed. Like James O'Keefe's video, he's got a video. He's interviewing someone in Michigan who is explaining how they, you know, get rid of the Trump votes and count the Biden votes. He's explaining to James O'Keefe exactly how voter fraud works. That'll be taken down. That video will not, you'll not be able to find it. You'll not be able to see it. The whole goddamn thing is still rigged. It's incredible to me. I'm, I'm, I'm defeated. I feel defeated. I feel dejected and, and down. I admit it. I'm not like you. I don't feel like this is going to go our way. I mean, most likely it's not going to go our way. However, it's not over yet. Like it's still minus 575 for Biden. That is not anywhere close to a done deal yet. I mean, you're telling me you can't win Arizona and Pennsylvania. Uh, I, well, I forgot. I, I, I forgot that Trump, I mean, Trump, that, that Chris Steyerwalt and the, the Fox decision desk put that in, uh, Biden's camp at 10 o'clock. And what did you and I talk about yesterday or uh, the two nights ago was how weird that was that Arizona was not only going for Biden, a state that went for Trump four years ago and a state that was two hours behind us on the clock. It was going for Biden so quickly, so early. We thought that was strange. We couldn't figure that out. There was a big vote dump in, in um, Arizona last night that went Trump's way, you know. I know they're they're going into the rural areas and uh, you know that's all that matters when you see a outstanding vote not yet count not yet tallied is if it's in the city it's for Biden if it's in the uh, rural area it's for Trump it's that simple it's the same in Pennsylvania and everywhere else but now we have two state well if Arizona falls for uh, goes for Biden that'd be two states Wisconsin and Arizona who voted for Trump four years ago and didn't vote for him again which to me is bizarre because. I in think Michigan. Are, uh, uh, Michigan. Three states. I'm, okay, so that's three states. Good point. Three states. I, I mean, I, I just don't see that many people who voted for Trump four years ago who flipped and said, I'm not it doing that again. It, it wasn't. It was because it, Trump's probably going to get more votes in Wisconsin and Michigan than he got four years yeah. ago. It's just they added people. They brought people out of the woodworks. There was a huge drive to get people vote 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 i mean it's been in your face everywhere vote 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 vote. you know make what can i do to get you to vote can i literally put the ballot in your hand and have you fill it out here's how you vote i know you're a freaking moron and you never voted before and you didn't even know there's an election coming up but there is and you're gonna vote for biden and here you go vote 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 vote. that's all they're doing you couldn't use social media without xing out of something to remind you to vote or to take action to vote like and by vote, they, mean vote, they don't mean vote Trump when they say vote. Right. They mean yeah, vote well, Biden. That's very all, clear. Uh, voter drives have always been about getting more votes for Democrats because what they do is get people who aren't motivated, who aren't engaged, who aren't generally you know, intelligent. They get dummies and lazy people and apathetic people to vote. That's their goal. They know the dummies and the lazy people will vote Democrats. So they say, just go vote, go vote. They don't have to tell them how to vote. They sit there and say, Oh, you know, if LeBron James holds a big, you know, get out the vote rally with some celebrities, they know who they're talking to. They're talking to unmotivated idiots. And those people are are likely, you know, Biden voters. And it worked. The get out the vote thing worked for president. You're right. Like, do you think that LeBron James would be urging people to vote if he thought that the majority of people who saw that message went and voted for Donald Trump? Of course not. Of course no, not. of course not. Because they know. Because they know these people are idiots. They're just like, oh, okay. Well, I should vote. Okay. Well, who? Oh, hey, Biden. So, okay, good. Just so you know, so I just I went to every single network. The major networks are all saying two fifty three, 
right? All the major networks. Except for Fox. But the internet is basically defaulting to the AP. The AP is has 264 saying he won Arizona. So if you Googled electoral map, you're going to see 264. That's the first thing you'll see. Well, um, that's why many people on my side, many of the right-wing zealots out there are so mad at Fox. And they're tell, you know telling you to go to go to Newsmax or AOAN or just whatever, go somewhere else. Go to the uh, Callahan podcast uh, Facebook live feed because, or go to Turtle Boys live feed because Fox is lying to you about Arizona. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. See, Trump right now has better odds at winning Arizona than he does at winning um, Pennsylvania. I, I don't understand that, and I know we've been saying that for three days. Well, because look at the votes. There's 88 percent in in Arizona, and he's only down sixty thousand votes. And every bag that comes in now is a Trump bag. See, I never. I think the Democrats are much better at finding votes, not counting votes or getting votes, but they're better at finding votes. We know that. I'm looking at the numbers right now in Pennsylvania. 89 percent reporting. Trump is up two and a half percent. Trump is up. Almost 200,000 votes. And, and he's, uh, as you point out, he's uh, a betting underdog to win Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah Why? Underdog. Uh, because they, I think those votes are coming from Philadelphia, I'm assuming, right? They must be, or they just know that the people in Philly know how to cheat, that they know that they will never stop counting or looking until they find enough votes to even put let's five- suppose. Let's suppose for a minute that they're not cheating, right? That there, there isn't some fix in, in here, right? Does they just understand the optics of how bad this looks that like on election night, you go to bed at three in the morning and Trump is winning by a substantial amount in these three swing states. And then you wake up four hours later and Trump literally said, I hope bags of mail don't come at 4 a.m. And then bags of mail come at 4 a.m. And he's losing. And every single one of these is a a Democrat run shithole city run by a Democratic governor. Do they understand the optics of how that looks? Who are you you talking about? Democrats? They don't care about optics. These are the people that said that uh, a 16-year-old Brett Kavanaugh was having gang rape parties, you know? This is but that, they're so concerned about the party, international the party of Adam Schiff, who for three years said he had evidence of Russian collusion, who lied over and over again. They, they, Jerry, we're being, mocked by, we're being mocked by the Shah of Iran, or whoever, that, the, 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 that grand yeah, Ayatollah. On, on, well, it's not the Shah, it's the Ayatollah. Okay, the guy the who Shah, killed the Shah. Oh, yeah. yeah but, Ayatollah, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, Ayatollah is mocking us on Twitter. But yeah, you, we're being mocked by a third world dictator right now. That's how, that's how ridiculous we look. You you can't respond because you've been banned. You and uh, Lisa Loomer and uh, you know Milo Yiannopoulos have been banned. But the Ayatollah, you know, the, Ayatollah the president of the United shit. States, is being uh, uh, being censored on Twitter. But the Ayatollah can go ahead and say, yeah. "Kill all the, the guy." Jews. The guy who got there by beheading everybody else is laughing at our democratic process right now. Yeah. That that's how low that we. Next thing you know, Kim Jong Un's going to chime in. I know. Well, he's probably not happy. He was rooting for Trump. You know, they're buddies. All right. Today's episode brought to you by Flagship Wealth with me again, Dave McDonough. Dave, we are leading up to election night. What is going on in the markets? What's the impact here? You know, Dave, we ended up down last week again with the uh, the virus news coming out record numbers, as well as that darn stimulus package that had zero chance of getting through Congress. So I think people are squaring up positions, certainly taking profits where they can going into next Tuesday. Remember, if Democrats switch, Sweep, 
you know, the thought being that capital gains rates will go up. So it would be prudent to take your capital gains this year versus next. All right. So there's a lot to look into. There's a lot obviously going on in the world. we got COVID, election night. What they can do is they can go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement, and you can keep up to date with all this madness that's going on by subscribing to the captain's blog. This is what we do each and every week in video and audio form, Dave, and written form right to your email inbox. That's correct. All right. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement, sign up, get the captain's blog, keep up to date. And guess what? We're going to talk to you again on Wednesday after the election to see what the impact to the market's going to be then. Until then, flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Thank you, Dave. My pleasure, David. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. We were, uh, before you um, uh, joined us here, we were talking about uh, how divided this is. This is your cliches now. The uh, CNN's moved on from COVID. COVID's over. They, they get rid of the death toll. And now they have uh, the updates on uh, on the delegate count. They've moved on from that. And now your your lament from all the usual suspects in the mainstream media, including lots of people on Fox, is, "Oh, the country's so divided. It's never been this divided." And I say, "Well, wait a second. It's two days after an election." Half the country voted for one guy, the other half voted for the other. Of course it's divided. That's what it's how it's designed yeah. to be divided. When, when has it never been divided? When has it ever not been divided? I, mean, I guess it's less divided when you have some squish like John McCain or Mitt Romney who just says, well, we gave it a good try. Maybe they mean it's divided because our side actually has a fighter with, with in Donald Trump and his team led by Rudy Giuliani. We actually have fighters on our side. They're not nearly as dirty as as their side, but it is without a doubt. It's, uh, you know, it's, it ain't beanbag uh, and that's good, but it's not like we're going to take up arms. I mean, they're certainly not going to take up arms because again, I like our side. We get the, the pickup trucks and the flags and the guns. We do. We do. But they have the beaches and that's they have a problem. They have Nate Silver and, uh, you know, pajama boys like <laughs> Brian Stutler. <laughs> what will we ever do without Je- Brian Stelter when the revolution happens, Jerry? I know he's right. Who, who will bring I, it to our news? Uh, <laughs> you know they got they got. Uh, well, they do have Chris Cuomo, the weightlifting correspondent at CNN. They got Chris Cuomo and. Uh, but he's Don- gonna have to fight. He's gonna. I mean, he's one. He's the one of their best fighters. So he's gonna have to be on the front lines. Uh, right. <laughs> Hope uh, he doesn't get hurt. I, I don't think we're heading for revolution, even though. They are uh, rioting again last night, burning in uh, in Portland for whatever reason. Ted Wheeler got reelected. Ted Wheeler, the oh. absolute most pathetic mayor in U.S. history, who did nothing but curl up in a ball and cower before the mobs for the last seven months, got reelected. And you know what they're protesting last night? Ted Wheeler's reelection. The guy oh, who yeah. won't keep them in jail for more than five minutes won't send anyone to prison, won't uh, fine anybody, Let's, has a revolving door in the police station. That guy got reelected, and Antifa's not happy. You know why? Because the, the woman he beat was a flat-out, outright Antifa supporter. She had Che Guevara T-shirts. She, she had a Mao. She had a T-shirt with Mao on it. That's how radical the other candidate was. Ted Wheeler beat her. So they're not happy, but they still don't pay any price. They still are setting fires and breaking windows and nobody cares. But that's Joe Biden's America. I had a nice tour yesterday of Joe Biden's America. I teased this earlier. I attended a, uh, a it wasn't really Antifa, but it was certainly radical left uh, protest in on Boston Garden. I was walking by. 
I felt comfortable because I had a mask and sunglasses and a hat, and I was like in disguise. But so you, you had a mask in the these, garden. Just, and, 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 and I kept, I'm looking around, going, "What are we protesting?" And the woman hands me a sign, and I look. She like gives it to me, and I said, "I look at it. I say, no, I'm good.' It just says count all the votes, and that's all they were protesting is count all the votes. I'm going." Who doesn't want to do that? I mean, we want to count the legal, legitimate ones. Especially I, in Arizona. Count the, the forged ones or the fake ones. Ed Markey spoke at this, and he's a terrible speaker, and he just looks terrible, and I'm embarrassed that he's my senator. But they have this, you know, all these, like, kind of unhealthy-looking, uh, gaunt, you know, 27-year-old standing around wishing they were in Portland setting fires, and this is the best they could do. So they walk around, they had like a band plan, and it was like the, one of the lamest protests you'll ever see. And I kind of walked all over there. The, everything's boarded up, everything. Churches, I'll, I'll tweet out a picture of a church, boarded up. So if Trump had won, they're thinking these dirtbags, we're going to smash all the windows in town. It didn't happen. It hasn't happened because their guy won. Right. Time out. But I thought Ted Wheeler said that we have to watch, we have to brace for the white supremacists Good and the poor boys. Well, is there anything more pathetic? And you could get this, uh, Cullen, and you can get this video for our for our big Facebook uh, live audience. The uh, National Guard was all lined up last night, ready for action. Governor Baker, our clueless, idiotic governor, called out the National Guard yesterday to handle all the protests about the uh, in the wake of the presidential election. And I tweeted, I mean, do, do, you, do you follow the news, Charlie? Do you know who won? Or it looks like who won. Hopefully, Turtle Boy's right, and it's not over yet. But certainly, yeah. no one's ready to declare Trump the winner. Then you need the National Guard. But they had the National Guard ready. They had everything boarded up. Cops were everywhere. They had this uh, perimeter around the state house of state troopers. And I'm looking at them and going, you guys follow the news? Biden's winning. These are Biden supporters. Those are the ones in Portland, in Boston. These are the ones marching signs. Those are Biden supporters. They're not going to do anything if their guy wins, other than the usual mayhem in Portland. But we're no we're in no danger in Boston, are we? Or or you know anywhere in New England if Biden wins, right? No, I'm still waiting for the crying Trump fan videos. Remember all the the crying Hillary ones? Like oh, yeah. notice how Trump supporters are like if if this does not end up going our way, which it doesn't look like it is going to. Uh, at the end, you're not going to see any of that ever because we're the grown-up team, Jerry. We don't do that. We're the team of regular, normal people who are, you know, can understand that like sometimes you don't win every time, and you'll be okay. Ultimately, I don't see any Supreme Court vacancies in the next four years. This is going to be laughable, a Biden presidency. We still got cocaine Mitch holding it down, so there's not going to be any shenanigans going on with court packing or any of that stuff. We'll be we'll, like it'll suck without Donald Trump, but we'll survive because like, we're grownups. They can't do that; they're incapable of that. I, I agree, and you, you know you're right. When it all when dust settles, uh, I I will never be okay with this because I felt like they never accepted Trump as president. Again, they began this presidency spying on his campaign. We know that they used the intelligence agencies to try to bring down a sitting president. We know that now. It didn't work. Then they went to the, the two-and-a-half-year-long Russian hoax. Then they went to the Ukraine. They impeached him. Then they, you know, we had Kavanaugh, mailboxes. We had everything, and the, uh, the Atlantic story, every single thing thrown at him. Twitter and Facebook and Google all teamed up. 
and he almost won. It's a miracle, but he almost won. Okay, that's how you want it? Good. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to laugh out loud watching your guy who is probably going to take the oath of office and move into the White House, watch him in decline. Watch him in the next four years, as I've said for a year now, it's not going to get better. I, I know I know dementia. I know how it works. It never gets better. It just gets worse. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be sad. Jill, Dr. Jill is going to drag her husband around by the elbow. She's going to be uh, trying to watch out for him, but she can only do so much. He's going to have to give a State of the Union address. He's going to have to occasionally give a press conference in front of his, his biggest fans in the White House press corps. It's not going to be pretty. And then you got the vice president waiting in the wings, probably taking over in nine months, a year, who is a terrible candidate. And, and from what I could tell, completely in over a head already. It's not going to be pretty. And you and I are going to sit back and laugh. I mean, this is the this is the guy, the chosen one, the one that you know replaced the you know the divisive Donald Trump. I mean, Good that's luck. the guy. I like how you look at it on the bright side. This is like, so you, you got to brace for a loss. Obviously, people should be prepared for that. And on the bright side here, a Joe Biden presidency is going to be hilarious. It's going to be one <laughs> amazing. It's going to be one of the funniest things. You, I mean, the Trump presidency was pretty funny, too, because he's right. he's a comedian. But Joe Biden, it's like what he they can't hide him anymore when he's president. He is going to say stupider and stupider things every time he opens his mouth. And it's going to be glorious. Well, we, we said this yesterday, but it's worth uh, revisiting because he said two of the dumbest things I've ever seen him say on election day. And, and obviously, he rarely came out of the bunker. He rarely did anything off the cuff. Rarely took questions from a hostile press. That doesn't exist. But when he started, when he introduced his granddaughter two days ago as his son, his deceased son, he said, this is my son, Bo the former Biden. Senator. The former senator. You guys helped him uh, you know, get elected to the Senate. And I'm going, my first thought is, he was never a senator. Second thought was, He's dead. And third thought was, what is that poor girl thinking? He's <laughs> introducing his granddaughter as his deceased son. My addition of my granddaughter. This is my son, Bo Biden, who a lot of you helped elect to the Senate in Delaware. This is my son, Bo Biden, who a lot of you helped elect to the Senate in Delaware. He said that two days ago. That's your next president. Oh and my God! That story about Green Mile, which I didn't realize until Shattuck explained to me that he meant Green Book. I thought he was talking about Green Mile because he was talking about all his black friends. You know, he has, he has black friends. He does. Poor and then Bob. he talks about Green Mile, and I'm going, "Wait a sec! The black guy gets executed. It, what sense does that make?" <laughs> and you're right. We're, we are going to have some laughs. We're going to have some laughs, and we're going to enjoy it. I mean, it sucks that it comes with a you know a tax hike. And it sucks that it comes with uh, all the insane left wing with well, the Green New Deal and everything well, else. Maybe working with WEI work, not worked out for you, Jerry. You know what Trump should do is because uh, because it's not happening. You guys can have your optimism all day long. It, it ain't happening. There's so much negativity around Fox News right now. He should go partner with Newsmax, right, and just offer like a subscription television channel right I'm now. A, it's 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 a moment right now where everybody is so fucking pissed at Fox News, and he can bring everybody over there paying subscribers. It'd be genius. You're, you're right. Uh, I want to get to that. I have one on my on my list. 
post-presidency Trump. What is the post-presidency Trump going to look like? I've heard that from a few people, Cullinane, uh, that he was going to buy a network or take over a network. Newsmax is based in South Florida, and he's friends with the CEO, Chris Ruddy. Uh, obviously, OAN um, is a big supporter of his. I mean, he could afford it. He could afford to buy something like that and drag take all the hard right viewers with them. Not all, but many of them. I mean, they're really mad at Fox News right now. He's really mad at Fox News, and I don't blame him. Next time he does an interview or a press conference, he's going to go off on Fox News and their decision desk for declaring Arizona for Biden at you know noontime or whatever. And how was. hard is it to take it back? ABC took it back. Just take it back. It's not over. I yet, saw them obviously. interview that 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 load that blob Chris Steyerwald and say, "Do you want to take it back?" And he said, "No." He stands by it. He said like, it again I'm yesterday. You know, do you know what the count is? Like 88% of the vote is in Arizona, and he's down 2%. 88% is in. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, well, Pennsylvania, he's down. Trump is down. Uh, two. Uh, Biden's down 2.5%, and there's 11% of the vote to go. Like, so Here's a question it, for it's you. almost the same thing. Here's two, que two questions for you as we observe the uh, transition of Donald Trump. He's 74 He's, uh, you know, he's young enough to be Joe Biden's kid, for Christ's sake. He's, he's still in his prime. Um, does he run again in four years? Because you know he's thinking about it. Oh, I don't sure. think he will. I don't think he should. He'll be 78. And we've already gone through a 78-year-old. But also, does he continue in some form to have rallies? Because that That's would be question. wild. That's a good Wouldn't question. Wouldn't that be wild if, like, on Inauguration Day, he has a rally with, like, 30,000 people somewhere? If he has a rally on Inauguration <laughs> Day, that would be bad ass. That what would be what awesome. Is, what is he accomplishing by doing rallies? After Who cares? We're having a good time. Stop yeah, asking questions. Right, exactly. sure. What he's doing is mobilizing his supporters. And you know what he'll do? He'll, he'll just rip into Fox News and Chris Wallace and you know, Paul Ryan, and then he'll go to the rest of the media. It'll be, the gloves will be off. It'll be wild. I can't stop thinking about a rally on inauguration day. That's brilliant. I hope he does it. Oh, you I know, you know, crowd size is important to him. It's true. They, they'd, they'd have to cover it too. They'd have to, they'd have to yeah. switch back and forth. That would be hilarious. And, I mean, he's not a normal 74 year old and God knows he's not normal would say, Oh good. Um, he has a big, I saw his place in St. Martin. He has this massive house right on the water in St. Martin. He's probably been there twice. I mean, he owns golf courses all over the world. You know how much fun you could have if you were a normal 74-year-old and you just wanted to go to your various vacation homes and play golf? I mean, and he's got a bunch until, of kids. How long until him and Melania get a divorce? Because you know they were just staying together for appearances because she liked being first lady. Right, like the Clintons. Just It was like, all for show. Right, but at least Hillary stay, had to stay with them afterwards because she had political ambitions post you know, uh, Monica Lewinsky gate, but with this one, Mel I mean, what you think Melania would be there right now if she wasn't first lady? All right, you're you're a good observer of these things. I'm going to give you the the list of candidates in 2024, which we're going to be talking about very soon, Turtle Boy. Mm -hmm. You know it's coming soon. Um, I'm going to uh, throw uh, Donald Trump Jr., Kaylee McEnany, Tucker Carlson, Josh Hawley, Tom Cotton. Or uh, uh, who else do we want? Uh, Madison. Co what's the what's the twenty five year old guy in the wheelchair? Madison Cawthorn. 
Yeah, he's not going to win anything. Yeah, he's too young. Uh, or or Candace Owen. Here's my list. Top six. What about Christy Nome? What about Dan Crenshaw? Oh well, yeah, but if Christy Nome. Okay, Christy Nome. I'll put her on there. I you know I just want to look at her. I love her. She's so so Christy Nome, Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw never called me back. We tried to get him on the podcast, and I reached out to him. So screw him. Um, I'm I'm with uh, uh what's this, the asshole from SNL that mocked him. Um, oh yeah, okay. with, uh, who's, with, who's your choice? I'm interested in your choice. You're like me. You want I, a fighter? My ticket's always been Holly and Nome. That would be my ticket right there. Uh, my pick is well. First pick would be Tucker Carlson, but that's probably Tucker's not too happen. important. He's too important at eight o'clock. We yeah, need him at eight o'clock. Money he's wouldn't that ther- be wild? My ther- he's like he's like our therapist, Jerry. Yes, he he's is. It is therapeutic. Every night his his monologues get better and better. He's just so good at this, and I'm ready to. To lash out at Fox News, but I will never give up on Tucker. Um, I'd give up on just about anyone else, but I won't give up on him. It so would be I, so wild. That would be my first choice. The favorite Josh is, Holly, as far as we know, is a great candidate. Are there skeletons in his closet that we don't know about? Probably. I mean, he seems like a pretty straight and narrow Missouri guy. He was the attorney general of the state before this. I feel like a lot of that would have come out if if there was something serious on him. I, I highly doubt he's got anything. The favorite, unfortunately, um, is uh, Nikki Haley. I don't like Nikki Haley. Never Nikki Haley is, is uh, more. She's the heavy favorite, by the way. Like nobody else is even close to her. Um, I, I don't believe it, and I'll tell you why. I think of all the things that um, Trump has done. And all the good things, and God knows, we we went over the numbers yesterday. We can do them again. His numbers went up in every demographic except white men. He did better. Um, he had a higher percentage of non-white voters than any Republican presidential candidate in 60 years. This is heartbreaking. I mean, the Globe has a story. I didn't read it again. I saw it. And so does, uh, uh, I believe, the New York Times or Washington Post on how hurtful it was for black voters that, that Trump got 68 million votes and, and is still in, in this. And it's 18% of black men voted for Donald Trump. That's remarkable. What, what was the number for black women? Do you have it? It was, uh, uh, it went from four to 9%. It doubled. He did amazingly well among Hispanics. That's why he won Florida. Uh, I mean, there are, there are Hispanic districts, one on the Texas board on the Mexico border in Texas, where Hillary won by 55 or 60% and Biden won by like 5%. Trump changed the demographics like no Republican ever. And that is a wonderful thing. And hopefully uh, it, the next guy can do it, could take the baton and do the same thing. What he did among minorities was remarkable. Um, he didn't do so well among white men, unfortunately, at least not as well as he did last time, but that was if, the only group he did worse than in 2016 was white men. He did better with yeah, white women. I he did better with black women, you know, Latino women, every single Democrat except for white men. The racist white guy, Jerry. Yes. Fake white men let him down. Can I just say, I don't know if I could speak for you, but I hate white guys. All right. I hate them. They I, suck. They, I've hated them for quite some time. They, they <laughs> ruined this fuck. They've ruined it. But you know what? I'm not, even if he loses, Jerry, like, I'm at peace with it because he ha- not only did he reframe like he, he got us three great justices, which will last for 30 or 40 years, which is awesome. But he has re he has revolutionized the party. People like Bill Crystal and like there will never be a George W. Bush again or a Mitt Romney again, hopefully. And that's why I think like Nikki Haley will be rejected by the people. There will never be a Marco Rubio again. People like that will never 
climb very high in the party. It will only be fighters now. We will only have people who want to fight. That is exactly the point I was about to make. You stole my thunder there, Turtle Boy. Because, I'm bad. Um, when I give you that list, you know, you'll see it includes no Nikki Haley's or, or Mitt Romney's or no, uh, again, uh, you know, Marco Rubio's. None of those squishes are on the list. Ted Cruz is on the list because he's a he's fighter. He's a fighter. He's a fighter. And I want him on my side no matter what, whether he's a senator or, or you know, <laughs> Supreme Court justice or a commentator. You always want Ted Cruz on your side because he's a great debater and a great fighter. I think Josh Hawley is, recognizes that. And when you see him, he's evolving before our eyes. He's becoming a fighter. And he's done more along with Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton has the advantage of being a, a military guy, but he's Tom's not, not a good he, speaker. Have you heard Tom He's speak? Nearly, I was about to, you just keep stealing my, my, my line. My bad, my bad. Not nearly as good on his feet as uh, Holly. He's not as articulate and he's not as good a debater, but I mean, you got to respect him. You got to respect his servers. I want him on my side. I want him in my foxhole. But unless they come up with some gang rape parties in high school, Josh Holly is the favorite right now. I think people, you know, people like you and me and the 68 million that voted for Donald Trump are going to reject. Nikki Haley out of hand, uh, just uh, outright. We don't want her. Sorry. I'm glad she's on my side. By the way, she was campaigning for John James in person, doing TV commercials and appearances for John James, and he freaking lost. I mean, he lost because Trump lost. I mean, uh, he got more votes than Trump did in Michigan, but it's, it's such a shame. So, I was I mean, really looking forward to that guy. Number. I like that loses. Democrats, let's be honest, they don't like, you know, smart black guys, right? They don't. No, they, they don't. don't. I mean, that's the truth of it all. It's like that they're not, they're all celebrating this. It's like, why are you, you're the party of progress and you're celebrating the fact that a young black energetic veteran did not get into the United States Senate, which only has three black people. We'll have one less widow, Kamala Harris. So that would be two black people. You're not going to, and one of them is, Cory Booker, and that doesn't almost even count. That's you're not happy about. You're happy that this guy who rides motorcycles named Gary got in. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's uh, it just more exposes them more as hypocrites they are. They don't care about black or white or gay or straight or anything else. They they care about the power. That's all they care about is power. How about Rick Grinnell? Would you throw him in the mix for a candidate in four years? I mean, is he a politician? Does he want to run? He's a fighter. I know he that. A fighter. He's a fighter. But Josh Hawley has one big advantage. He's leading the charge against big tech, and he doesn't hold anything back. He hates Zuckerberg and, and, and Dorsey and a whole bunch of them, and that is a problem that isn't going away. We see it right now. They are censoring the president who is asking for a free and fair recount, and they are trying to stop him. They are thing that, like, the, the, Trump the darkest force out there, and Hawley's ready to take them on. Yeah, but another thing that Trump coalition has built, and that's what he has created, a Trump coalition here, is that he's made it cool to be a Republican again. He's made it fun to be a Republican. He's made it like there was no celebrities that ever endorsed Republicans in the past. You have rappers doing it now. Like I said, you have 18 percent of black people, 5 percent of black people voted, black men voted for George Bush, 5 percent. It's almost four times as much now. Right. And let's be honest, black men set the culture in the United States. Do we I mean, to a degree, they do. I don't think any of the people we just named could, except Tucker, could have a you know, hold a rally with twenty thousand people and have them laughing and screaming and cheering, and they won't. The be, gonna be tough. What? I don't think I don't think we're gonna see any rallies and like nobody can pull that off like Trump. No, you think no, Trump, no, Trump? You know, Trump might be out there stumping for the next guy because he's. 
you know, let's be honest. He's a vengeful guy. I love that about him, but he's going to want to bring down Biden Harris in four years. That's going to be his, his goal in his, in his waning years, his golden years is going to be to stop the Democrats that so, you know, that, that were so vicious and so dishonest with him for four years. Um, you know, who the biggest winner is right now, if Biden holds on and wins <clears throat> and think about this, think about what China accomplished. Think about what they accomplished by releasing the plague on us. They destroyed trillions of wealth in the U.S. economy. They destroyed the U.S. economy for temporarily. You know, they put 40 million people out of work. They destroyed hundreds of thousands of small businesses. They unseated a very popular Donald Trump. In, in, in March, he was riding high. The economy was great. He was going to just glide to reelection. They stopped Trump. And who did they get elected? They got Beijing Biden elected. They got Hunter Biden elected. They got the guy that they were that they gave a $5 million interest-free loan to. They got him elected. China, it, I mean, obviously it was diabolical. It was evil. But through the virus, they accomplished a lot of things favorable for them. It's scary and no one will ever really do the deep dive on it, I don't think. But if you're uh, President Xi right now, you're saying, holy crap, we never thought we could do all this, but they did it. Yes, it worked out quite well for them. It and sure did. Elect- the only thing um, you get silver is like LeBron James gets elected president. That's the only way it could have been better for China. <laughs> That's true. The NBA will be back, and uh, the NBA, you know, LeBron and the rest of them would be so happy. They got rid of Donald Trump. They got Biden and Harris elected. That was their goal. They don't care that, you know, Josh James, I'm John James, a very smart, capable black man, uh, was defeated by their side. They don't care about that. No, but uh, they do care. Cared they about do care that they get rid of evil orange man. That's another thing. I can't, I can't, I get sick when I think of the people who are really happy. If Biden holds on, Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr, Stan. But you Bain haven't heard Bain. anything. You notice you haven't heard anything from these people. Like I thought they'd be rubbing it in a little bit more. They will. They're just they waiting for it to be official. They, they will. You think Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr are going to handle this with, you know, class and say, let's all, let's all unify. They're going to be like, Double middle fingers to any Trump supporters. All right, I want to get to the uh, to the Antonio Brown thing because this is driving me nuts. This, this, uh, and uh, I'm going I'm to throw a question to you, big Tom Brady fan, and Cullinane, big Tom Brady fan. But first, but first, let me talk about Shake Concrete. This is for you homeowners and home builders. You know, you know, what I'm talking about Shake Concrete and my brother-in-law Greg. They have a huge selection of precast concrete steps waiting for you to choose one, to choose one kind of steps for your home. New home, old home, doesn't matter. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace old steps in your old home, Shea has great values designs for any home. They're available in concrete. You can customize with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. I like the blue stone. I say go with the blue stone. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your new home, or they can dramatically upgrade the value of your old home, You don't do anything. Just pick out the steps. Tell them that's what you want. You know what they do? They can remove the old steps and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. You just sit back and you watch them beautify your old home and increase its value. If you're thinking of selling anytime soon, you'll probably, hell, you'll most likely get your money back. It's an investment. Look at it that way. If you want to learn all about Shea's precast concrete steps, just go to 
shayconcrete.com, or go stop in and visit them and tell them I sent you and ask for a hat. All right, that's shayconcrete.com. All right, I asked this question a few days ago, and um, you know, I know, I know what Cullinane's answer. I forget yours. Are you rooting for Tom Brady every time you put a Bucks game on? Are you rooting for the Bucks? Is that a yes? I think he muted himself. Unmute yourself, dummy. Uh, unmuted. My bad. There you go. There you go. Uh, yes, I am rooting for Tom Brady. All right. Are you rooting for Antonio Brown? I could. I mean, I'm not that against him as you are. I don't really care. You're, you're, I mean, you're really he's upset a, about he's Antonio a Brown. Great huh? player. He's a very productive player. He's an incredible athlete. But are people forgetting what a dirtbag Antonio Brown is? No, I mean, they all. It's the NFL, Jerry. They're all dirtbags. He's one of the worst, though. He's one Kareem of the Hunt's worst. pretty well, bad, too. To, to answer your question, yes, people are forgetting. what People have completely forgot of what a dirtbag he is, and they're just going to watch and, him on the football. And this is just uh, – I mean, he's obviously burned bridges everywhere. The Steelers, it is amazing. As somebody said, Mike Tomlin, we think, is a very good coach. We never knew how good he was to keep this asshole in line for all those years. Um, obviously, he burned his bridges in, um, in Pittsburgh – um, I'm just looking at his bio now. It was embroiled in numerous incidents that uh, led to his exit from Pittsburgh. This included tossing furniture out of his 14 month, 14th floor apartment and nearly hitting a 22 month old baby on the patio below. <laughs> um, September 2019, this was last year, you know, when he was a Patriot. Uh, the Browns' former trainer filed a lawsuit against him alleging sexual assault on three occasions. She claimed he exposed himself to her, ejaculated on her back, and raped her. <sighs> That's not on good. September 16th, a second woman came forward and accused him of sexual misconduct. Uh, a Pittsburgh-based doctor who Brown worked with also sued Brown for $11,000 for not paying her. I mean, he's just the worst. This follows... This is earlier this year, several domestic incidents in which um, they were called to his home in Hollywood, Florida. Florida and uh, you know, as a, as a commenter was accusing her of smacking her. He's just the worst or one of the worst. It can't be the worst when you're in a league with Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, like, you know, Ray Lewis killed a guy, right? Uh, I believe uh, I believe it was two guys, right? Yeah, a couple. Yeah, he killed somebody. He's And we see him on TV all the time. And it's like, hey, there's Ray Lewis, the guy who killed people. Well, that's because he prayed. He, he prayed that's and uh, asked for forgiveness. Antonio I mean, Brown, I, I follow Antonio Brown doesn't even have any regrets. He's just the worst. I mean, uh, you, you look at it. He's just yeah, Brady, so Brady likes him. Brady, Brady told Gray he's that, good at football. Brady told Gray that they're good friends. <laughs> like, oh, yes. He sleeps a lot of slumber parties. There's nothing in common between, from a public perception standpoint between these two. Like, Just come out and he's, say you want to win football games and he can help you. That's all. That's all you have living, to say. He's living in his house. I mean, would you want this guy living in your house around you? He has a young daughter. He's got young children. He's got this dirtbag living with him. Brady's always had a place in his heart for, you know, like really bad guys. He somehow finds a way. To forgive he doesn't them. have a place in his heart for really bad guys. He has a place in his heart for winning football games with talented people, and that's it. And he just makes up this bullshit around it. He just wants uh, to win. I mean, I could just see I, it. He's gonna, he's going to play a few plays this week, but he's going to he's going to do well if somehow Brown, you know, is is a great. I mean, I got, as a as a player. commenter pointed out, Jerry, I got, at least he pulled out. I mean, Antonio Cromartie wouldn't have. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth of it. I, I'm oh, generally yeah. surprised oh, yeah. by that. Oh, yeah. 
God. You know what? I, I, I'm coming around now. And they, you, you put it that way. You explain it that way. I guess, uh, you know, not, not such a bad guy. Responsible rapist. <laughs> You're saving, Turtle Boy's saving the show today. The, right out the gate, he, he turns Jerry's hopes around about the, the outcome, everything. You're saving everything today. Yeah, I, got I can't believe he thought the race was over. My mood here. He, he, uh, in in Pittsburgh, he lasted nine years. Nine years in uh, New England, he lasted one game. He got a touchdown though. That game, uh, he did good. He had a good game against the Dolphins. Four catches, one touchdown. Yeah, um, that's cool. Wasn't that the first drive too? I feel like um, this is his last whatever it is. Five years in Pittsburgh. 110 catches, 129, 136, 106, 101, 104. Incredibly productive. Led the league in catches twice and yards twice. I mean, very, very productive. Had 15 touchdowns in his last year in Pittsburgh. This dick couldn't just stay there, play with Russell Roethlisberger, play for Tomlin, and have a great Hall of Fame career. He might have already had a Hall of Fame career, but he's such an a-hole I'm not sure who would want to vote for him. I mean, him. speaking of rapists, Ben Roethlisberger is still in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so like this, the NFL. I mean, I'm sure he wasn't well-behaved, but he managed to stay under the radar. And as soon as he left, went to Oakland, went to New England, we got to see what a real dirtbag he is. And now he's uh, in, in Tampa Bay pewter playing for Tom Brady, and I wish him the worst. I mean – I'd, I'd like to see Brady win. It's fun. Obviously, football in New England is over. Belichick pretty much admitted it the other day. I don't know if you heard his interview, but he said, we sold out for three Super Bowls and four appearances, and you know we only spent a million dollars on our quarterback. He eventually, The guy who always says, we don't make excuses, never make excuses. That's what he said when when Cam Newton gets the game for, for COVID and you know, Steph, uh, Gilmore, Steph Gilmore uh, tested positive. He said, we don't make excuses ever. And he strung together about 20 excuses in one uh, in one answer the other day and essentially threw in the towel, said this season's over, COVID, you know, we lose. You know, this is a, this is a, a, an illegitimate season because of uh, the coronavirus. Never thought I'd hear him do that, but he did that. So football's over in New England. I guess we're watching Tampa now, right? I guess so. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm like a fangirl of the Tampa Bay Bucks, but – I'm okay with at least it happened during a COVID season. It's kind of good that it happened during a COVID season because you feel like none of this counts. Part of well, it do feels like think, it doesn't count, right? Well, I don't know. We'll see. It feels that way now, but now that COVID is over, the election is over, don't you think in December when we're all watching football, it's going to feel real? I think January. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think so. We were talking about this at the beginning of all this shit, and we were talking about how the Patriots were, how many people opted out, and that it was pretty clear that Bill Belichick's from, you know, he spoke to the team and said, you know, we wouldn't have a problem if you, you know, opted out of this season. He clearly is just did not give a shit about this season. It's it's very obvious at this point. But you know what? Next season will feel real, I assume, and they still don't have a quarterback. No, they still, unless you think they're going to draft one and he's going to start as a rookie. I mean, they still have a very grim quarterback situation. So it's not like you can flip a switch and have, you know, Brady back. I mean, unless you think Jared Smith is going to be good. I also haven't given up on Cam. I mean, I understand he's had a couple bad games. He looks awful, but. Oh, he just looks terrible. Are you kidding? He looks terrible, but it's not over with Cam yet. We'll oh. see what happens. I got an update. I got a sports update, a statistic. I should tweet this out. It's a good sports tweet. 
I got uh, the projections for the season. You know, looking ahead, if you're looking on season pace projections, um, Tom Brady, 40 touchdowns, eight interceptions. That's pretty good, huh? It's pretty Cam good. Newton, Cam Newton, four touchdowns, 15 interceptions. <laughs> but how many rushing touchdowns? Cam's get, Cam gets his touchdowns around. I underestimated. He's on pace for four. Point six touchdown passes this season and 15 interceptions. It is amazing that he can't throw. That's uh, you play quarterback in the NFL. You're the number one pick. You can't throw for some reason. That's kind of important. I don't, I know yeah. I'm no expert. I'm no guru, but Traditionally. To play quarterback in the NFL, don't you think that's kind of important? Traditionally? Yes, it is. It is rather important, <laughs> but I mean, he's gotten by this long. He, he can throw. He had Steve Smith. He used to throw deep balls to Steve Smith uh, in Carolina. He wasn't that bad. Like you never watched him and you're like, man, he's he was never Tebow throwing just ducks or missing right. widely. Like he was never like a precision guy, but he, he, never, he never saw Tucci. like, oh man, Cam just wasn't even close today. Tucci, who was so terrible. But I'll tell you what, you've never seen a Patriot quarterback skip more balls. You see, so, I mean, three or four balls a game he skips and it lands like five yards in front of the receiver and you go, what the hell was that? Yeah, we were it doesn't, still, something doesn't look right. And it, it I mean, like, it I mean, obviously you're playing. They got the Jets on Monday Night Football, correct? That's a boy. I'm gonna have a party at my house. You guys want to come over for the big Jets Patriots Monday Night Football? You were game? down at Brady. Though. You were like, as soon as the game, you're like, we got to get rid of Brady. Like, why? If we had Brady right now, what would our record be? I said they got to get rid of him. Yeah, you were you were, you wanted to get rid of Brady after that after the after that interception to Logan Ryan. You were like, let's we got to move on. No, Who I said mean, that. Going to move on. I told you where he was going to go. I told you what Belichick was thinking. And you, you know what, going, Jerry, you underestimate your own influence. You got Aaron Hernandez to kill himself. You can't say stuff like That's that true. irresponsibly. Twitter should talk to you. What was that? <laughs> maybe I could get Antonio Brown to do the same. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, um, but you know. It's like you don't have I, to go back to Carolina, Turtle Boy. Go back to Seattle. The Seattle game, Cam Newton was awesome. He was accurate. He was quick with the decisions. I don't know if it, if it was COVID took something out of him, but he looks awful now. And I'm going to assume Jared Stidham looks even worse in practice, or they would move on and give Stidham a shot. The problem is, if you go to Stidham, what do you do with Newton? You cut him loose? Just cut him? Uh, no, I, I, that's a good question. I, I, you're right. I can't imagine him holding Stidham's clipboard, which is why right. it's wasted time to talk about it. Cause Stidham is not going to be the guy. It's not going to be, he's, he'll never be the quarterback. Of the New England Patriots. What's the, uh, what's the line? You're always ready for the line. The Jets Patriots Monday seven. night. Seven. Last I saw was seven. Yeah. Wow. So we're going to win. We're going to beat the Jets. <laughs> yeah. You're, we're, yeah, you're we're going to yeah, I mean, we're gonna be three and five heading into. We'll be good. We'll be, we can still go eleven, oh, maybe ten and six. We'll see boy, what happens. You never give up, Turtle Boy. I know. Right, I'm an optimist. Let's go. Tell tell me one more time how this is gonna play out because I am feeling not so great. I'm feeling not so great. I mean, I'm I I gotta say it hit me last night that the these these dark forces, these evil sons of bitches from Adam Schiff to. Schumer and Pelosi to Dorsey and Zuckerberg to CNN and ABC and and the Washington and the Boston Globe, all these dark diabolical forces uh, worked in in concert to defeat our guy. And the run the Trump era is is apparently uh, winding down. 
at least it feels that way to me. But you brought some hope to me this morning. Tell me again how it's going to play out. Arizona and Pennsylvania, and hold on to Georgia. That's it. Then he wins. So they're going to declare. Or Pennsylvania and Nevada will do it too. They're going to declare Nevada for Biden, I believe, next. Uh, He's up 8,000 or 7,500, 75% in. If they declare Nevada for Biden, that means Fox declares, Fox News declares Biden the winner? That would be correct. That that is absolutely correct. If they declare Nevada, then Fox News will be the only network to 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 have Joe Biden as the president of the United States. I, I think I'm going around to Cullinane's way of thinking. They're gonna Trump's gonna buy a network just to set out to destroy. Imagine Fox. that that Fox Trump that Fox News calls the the election and nobody yeah, my, else does. My girl uh, Ann Coulter was tweeting about that last night at noon time today. You could have Fox News declare Biden the next president, Biden the winner. And nobody else, CNN won't do it. ABC I mean, pulled back. Like, what is this like the rose ceremony that Nevada's having? Like, we will announce who gets the remaining 12% of the vote, but you must tune in at noon. Like, what is this shenanigans? What are we doing? What kind of banana republic is this? God damn. It's, that's how it is. I mean, this this has been one day, essentially one day post election. And I've seen, and it's hard to find these things in some cases, I've seen a dozen videos of hijinks, of fraud, of cheating, of Biden supporters with Biden masks in charge of counting, of the uh, election officials in Philadelphia denying anybody access, putting up putting up whiteboards to block the views of the, the uh, Republican poll watchers. This is going to get worse. I mean, I think Biden's going to win, uh, sad as it is. And I think we are going to see dozens and dozens of, of examples of voter fraud, and it won't matter. They win again. The bad guys, the you know, the, the James Comeys and, and Clappers and Schiffs, they win again. The bad that, the, you know, Antifa and and Black Lives Matter and 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 Jack Dorsey and Chris Wallace, these, these just these loathsome people are apparently going to win again. And I'll say it one more time: China, China wins again. Sad. Yeah. Well, you know, but we'll be okay. Like that's what I'm saying. Like the the damage that Biden can do over the next four years if he gets in, which is certainly not over yet. And by the way, Jerry, you mentioned recounts before. We want hand recounts. You don't want because hand recounts. Do you understand the? Mar- I don't. I can't believe hand recounts are still a thing in 2020 why not just take all the ballots and just put them through the machines again like i've seen hand recounts in person the margin for human error in hand recounts is off the chart they literally sit there and they tally with the one two three four and then cross they do that that's how we count the the margin of human error counting 10 million ballots in a state like that is off the charts and that can only help us and as you know there's been a couple of uh a couple of recounts in history and the only, and they find like the the difference, the swing is like 200 or 150 or something. There's never been a recount where 20,000 votes swung one way or the other. That's not going to happen. So unless oh, it's- yes, there is Jerry, uh, first of all, a uh, percentage and absolute, you don't think 20,000 votes could shift when you're counting eight, 9 million votes. Uh, no, I mean, historically oh, I'm saying it, it can. doesn't happen. Oh, I've seen I've seen it happen. What two or three recounts of sure. presidential? So election? okay, okay. Well, I'll give you a little personally, right? So my mother, if you Google this, she was on a Worcester school committee. I know this is small time, but I'm talking percentage here. She won an election in 2011 
by two votes to get on. They did a hand recount and they, I, I watched the whole recount happen. They're sitting there tallying them and everything. She lost by 33 votes. Now, I understand it's a smaller scale, but when you look at the percentage of that, just the human error involved in just people in a room counting them, when you have 6 million votes to count, 20,000 ain't no thing. You can get that very easily from human error. All right. Well, human error. How about malfeasance? How about corruption? How about downright, you know, theft? That's what we're That's playing for is human error right now. Fraud is what we're talking about. But, all right. I will. Uh, now you made me feel better. You made me feel better. We still have a chance. It's a long shot. And we're going to have to win this after Fox declares Biden the winner. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's just getting more bizarre. It's just so bizarre what we're living through. I'm glad um, I'm alive. I'm glad I'm, I'm doing a podcast. I'm glad I'm watching this stuff all unfold because it's history. And it's something that we'll uh, be telling our grandchildren about. And, you know, they won't be teaching it in schools, maybe in Catholic schools, but not in public schools. That's who else wins. All those those scummy teachers unions that you're always blogging about. They win, Turtle Boy. They win if Biden wins. It's sad. Well, they want it, Bernie, so screw them. <laughs> Do they, they get to go back not to work? Be happy either. Do they have to go back to work now that the election's over? Because we know, <laughs> we, heard, we heard the, hella, the, the head of the L.A. teachers union said, on tape, said, we're going to stay out until the election. We have a, a job to do, and it's defeat Trump, and they did it. So will they go back to work now? Yeah, and that's the bright side of this is like you're gonna watch COVID's going to end. Like you said, it hasn't usually they start in the news. How many people have died? How many people have died? CNN hasn't even mentioned COVID in the last like, three days. Uh, they're too giddy, they're too happy. They're guys on the brink of winning. I'm looking at I just put on CNN right now. They have the, the popular vote is still up there. The death toll is gone. They have Biden, you're right, at 253. Fox has Biden at 264. God, that'd be so great if, if Fox was wrong about Arizona. Oh, absolutely. And we could still get a 269 tie here, you know. Which would be great. Uh, uh, if, uh, oh, no, there could be a tie. No, it would way, be 270, we, wouldn't it? New England is not totally hopeless. Maine came through big uh, with that one delegate and Susan Collins, who, by the way, every single poll that ever came out had Susan Collins losing. The I think the real clear politics average was like by nine yeah, Quinnipiac was 12. They invested $63 million to defeat her, the Democrats, and it appeared like it was going to be a cakewalk. Susan Collins was dead woman walking, and she won. And for years, we'll be talking about how the uh, polls were wrong in so many ways in Wisconsin everywhere. But if you're going to look at one race, one senator who was written off by these fraudulent left-wing pollsters, it would be Susan Collins. She was, I thought, she was doomed. Because the margin, literally, there was never a poll that had her even close. Never one that had her even close. And as I tweeted, no Trumpkins lied to pollsters like Maine Trumpkins. Nobody lied to pollsters like Maine voters. They 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 told whoever the pollsters were that they you know were with Gideon or with uh, Biden, and they lied. And that's a great thing. Keep it up, people. You get a call from a pollster, lie to him. We're going to put those bums out of business. Every damn one of them, except Absolutely. Trafalgar. Yes. Except, Trafalgar. Except for Trafalgar and Rasmussen. Yes, we will keep them. Yes, we'll keep them. All right, Turtle Boy. Thanks, man. We will uh we'll 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 check in with you when they, you know, when uh, Arizona flips and Pennsylvania's declared for Trump and we win. Wouldn't that be wonderful? 
That'll be awesome. Imagine that. Imagine that the next time I see you, Donald Trump was reelected. And then, that, then you know what? Then the rioting begins. Then, then the fun goes. Storybook, though. It's Democrats Then the fun begins. Yes. All right. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks. And thanks to DCU and Shea Concrete and Allied Payment. And thanks to everybody for listening and watching on Facebook. Getting lots of comments here, Cullinane. People are fired yeah. up. They yeah, know. We picked up. We picked up on Facebook. Uh, so make sure you, uh, all the new people that are out there that came through Facebook, go uh, go subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcasts. Do, do, do all the good things. Yeah, and there's a lot of good anger on uh, on our reviews. People oh, are yeah. with me on this one. People are pissed. People are hurt. And people are uh, disgruntled. Unfortunately, we don't get to riot. It's not what we do. As Turtle Boy said, we're the grown-ups. We don't throw bricks and and burn buildings and spit on cops. That's what they do. And uh, hopefully they'll do it again when uh, Trump pulls this out. It doesn't look good, but hey, we're going to keep hope alive. Let's keep hope alive. All right. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again soon. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.